Hey, welcome everybody to our second Youth Got Next podcast. Yes. My name yes. is Tom Demers. I am the youth pastor at High Street Church, uh, part of High Street Youth. And today joining us, we have... Yes, my name is Miles Richardson, and I'm also on staff with the youth, and I'm excited to be here today. As promised, we are going to begin with pages, I think it's six through eight, in yep. the second stop of the Wayfinding Bible flyover plan. And we're going to talk about creation. Yes. Uh, something to remember is this is history. This is God's plan puts a paper for us to understand. He is the one who created the earth, and he is the one who's writing the story of the earth. So it's his story, and we call it history. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes it's easy to forget that it actually is history. When you read this wild story of going from nothing to everything that you and I know of today, it's easy to look at that and forget that like this is real and that it actually happened and that this is a historical account. But it's so amazing as we read through it to remind ourselves like, wow, God is this powerful and this actually happened in this way. It's incredible. It is. You know, one of the questions we often get uh, with students is, where did God come from? Yeah. And I've honestly, I've laid in bed and pondered that thought more than mm -hmm. once. And I love the description that I've heard said, he is the uncaused first cause. So mm. God is the uncaused first cause. And that means that he has existed outside of time, before time, and he will exist mm. for the rest of eternity. He's always yeah. been, he always will be. Yeah. I think sometimes like um, it's, it's hard for us to imagine that because mm -hmm. we were all born and at some point we will all die and God has neither of those. And so it's hard for us to imagine something that has, has always been there and always will be. And yet that is the story of, of God. He's always been there. Um, like you said, uncaused first cause is, is the best way to put it into simple terms, something that's just so hard to understand for us. Truly mind boggling. Yeah, so absolutely. The very first thing we see is he creates the earth. And most of it, he actually does by speaking it into existence. He says, let mm -hmm. there be light on day one. Yeah. Yeah. And then on day two, um, the waters separate and we see this idea of, of heaven um, and, and and the earth and the oceans here, mm -hmm. this separation with air coming into the picture here. Then there's this on day three, dry ground, uh, mm -hmm. and he causes plants to grow up, which mm -hmm. is fascinating. Again, it's just let it be. Yeah. And then on day four, I know it's it's special to you. It the, is. the sun, is. the moon, and Love the stars it. come in. Um, <sighs> wanted to be an astronaut. So, yes. you know, has has a, a special love for that one. We wrote the list down because, you know, who can remember all seven of the days like we should? <laughs> but I remember day four. So sun, moon, and stars. And then day five, uh, God made the fish and the birds of yeah. the air. And Kind of the best for last. Yeah, the best for last. We see land animals come into the picture, which we all love. But I would argue most importantly, we see humans are created um, and, and we get to see the story of how that happens and, and breath is breathed into us from God. And we have this life as humans. We're created in the image of God. It talks about that. And there's just this distinction in our creation story uh, between humans and anything else in mm -hmm. creation because it's so clearly stated we're created in the image of God. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we just stand out against anything else that was created because we have that relationship to God there that nothing else does. I love that if you look through the text, every time God makes something, he says, and it was good, mm -hmm. and it was good. And then he gets to the end and he says, mm -hmm. and it was very good. Mm -hmm. But what's wild, you know, G Genesis 1 is the overview of all the days, and there's yeah. a lot of 
conversation about how come two is different than one. I believe two is a dive down into what God did to make people. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's a little different story. Mm -hmm. We all have different stories. We tell story A and B and it's the same story, different perspective. Yeah. So in chapter two, uh, he says, all right, uh, I'm going to make Adam and then I'm going to make these animals. And he shows the animals to Adam and he has them named. And then he says, and it's good. He goes, mm -hmm. but it's not good mm -hmm. that Adam be alone. Yeah. Yeah. So we see it's like everything is going to plan. Everything's good. And then God all of a sudden realizes like, wait, Adam is alone right now. Adam needs someone else, and this is a problem. And so we see that um, we have a creation account of then woman as mm -hmm. well. Uh, up to this point, we just have man, we have Adam, but all of a sudden God says, man, Adam needs a helper, a partner. And so Eve, woman, comes into play here. Um, and it's just amazing to have that distinction as well that just proves um, how much God loves and cares for women that not only do we see the creation story of man, but there's emphasis on the story of woman as well. It's just incredible. You know, I'm a little bit of a history geek. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I learned in studying this was that uh, this is actually the only ancient Near East account of the creation of, of women. Mm. Nobody else tells the story of how mm. women came into existence. And yeah. God's word does that. Yeah. It's so important, I think, just to um, see that he cares for women as much as he does men, I think sometimes people can get that twisted, but God loves all of us, men and women. So, and we yeah. see that here so clearly. You know, another element, uh, Genesis 1 and 2, this is the only book in the world, the only document in the world, the only story in the world that presents earth as perfect. Mm. Yeah. There's nobody else tells the story where the earth is perfect. Yeah. It's, and it's it's just awesome to get to see this what perfection looks like because we yeah. we get we know that in heaven it will be perfect as well. And we have an idea here of what that will look like, knowing that this is it's history, like we talked about. This was true and real, and we have something to look forward to. So next we will talk about why things aren't perfect. Yeah. This, yeah. uh, this word sin enters mm. into the language. Uh, yeah. We're going to be on pages eight and nine. Mm -hmm. And I think as we get to the point where we're studying this, we want them to contemplate this question of why does it matter? Yeah. Do you believe in creation or evolution or something else? Why does that matter? Yeah. Yeah. It's so important to figure out what you believe and why you believe it. And so we do want to just encourage you to figure out what do you believe? Do you believe what this says is true? Have you looked into it? Have you read it for yourself? We want to encourage you to go and figure out why you believe what you believe, because this is history and this is true. And it's so foundational to the rest of the Bible. And so it's something that you need to spend time on figuring out and understanding for yourself. You need to read it for yourself. That's right. It's good. That's right. Well, here we are at the end of our second podcast. Super and exciting. just want to say, follow us. This will yes. be on YouTube and podcast channels wherever you listen. And yep. you can like and follow us on Instagram and all of yep. the other places. It's at High Street YTH. That's yes. High Street YTH. Yes. Awesome. Until next time. Sounds good.